I invite you to take your Bibles, if you will, and turn with me to the Gospel according to Luke. The Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, we'll begin at verse 8 as part of the Christmas story. Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 8, where Luke writes, In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom He favors. Will you pray with me? Almighty God, we give you thanks for your holy word and for this privilege of studying it together. And God, as I stand before these, your people, this is your church. Wherever we are gathered, we are still your church. So I pray that this would be your message and not my own. Through the name of Jesus Christ, amen. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas story. Actually, my wife loves Snoopy. And if you have ever been to our home, you will find that Snoopy is throughout the house. But at Christmas, it goes to a whole new level with all the various Snoopy Christmas figurines that are throughout the house. And, and it's fun because our children will even come in and, and they'll try to see what's new in the house that has Snoopy on it. Oh, that's new. Or... Now that they're older, they actually enjoy if they're out somewhere and they find a Snoopy figurine that they can bring and give to their mom, they love it. It's part of our family fun. It's part of the family celebration. As a matter of fact, if my wife calls me, her ringtone is the Peanuts theme ringtone. That way, I know it's her when I hear the phone ring. And every year, we enjoy watching the movie... A Charlie Brown Christmas. It's a fun little movie. Most of you have seen it, and it'll be on again this year, and you're able to watch that. And there are some cute little scenes in it. One of the fun scenes, for example, is when Lucy is, is so uptight with all that's going on, and she's giving all these directions and frustrated. Snoopy will lean over it and lick her upside her face just a little bit, and all of a sudden, she is just panicking. Oh, I've been kissed by a dog. I have dog germs. Get hot water, get some disinfectant, get some iodine. And she's just panicking, and it's a fun, fun movie. But then there's a real sacred part of it, too, when you get to the nativity scene. As a matter of fact, in our home, we have a few different Peanuts nativity scenes set up through the house. And there's even one figurine that I dearly love that is of Linus, and you push the button... And you hear him tell the Christmas story. 
It's a great little movie. You see, Charlie Brown is so frustrated because the people have gotten so uptight. Everybody is so caught up in the wrong things around Christmas. Lucy is frustrated as the director of the play. And then Charlie Brown, bless his heart, he brings in this little tree, the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And everybody makes fun of him. Even Snoopy laughs at him. And they tell him that he's done some dumb things before, but this one is incredible. And he just kind of stands there dejected. And then he just asks, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And you have that moment of a pregnant pause. You know, that pause that builds up some expectation. You you know that an answer is going to be given. You're waiting to hear it. And Linus, Linus will walk over to him and say, Sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. He moves over then to the middle of the stage He calls out, lights please. The house lights drop, spotlight comes on. And he tells the story from Luke chapter 2 that we just read, except it was from the King James Version. And Linus reads, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. He then looks over at Charlie Brown and he says, That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. You know, It's a neat reminder. That's what Christmas is all about. Because just like the Peanuts characters, we get so distracted around Christmas and the stress is built up. I I know as a pastor and those of us that are on the the church staff, it is so easy for us to get caught up in, we've got to run here, we need to run there, there's this happening, that's happening, and, and then trying to prepare for all the services, the musicals, and all that's going on. Great times of celebration, but it can get overwhelming sometimes. Then you add to that gift giving and you start making the list of those that you need to to offer some sense of love and and to share a gift with them. But then you're going, well, what do they need? What could we get? Will it be here on time? And the stresses just really get out of sorts sometimes. Does anyone here know what Christmas is all about? You know, That's the beautiful thing of this story, that 
all of a sudden Linus puts it all back in perspective. Here's what's really going on at Christmas. It's not about all these other things. Here's what Christmas is all about, that this is good news of great joy. See, Christmas is about God intervening, about God doing something incredible, about God acting decisively in our world. Verse 11, to you is born this day, today, right now. God is doing something, not in the future, God will eventually. God is doing something right now. To you is born this day, in the city of David, a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Christ, the Lord. I mean, that word Savior is the Greek word soter, and it means God is giving to you a deliverer. God is, God is bringing you one to deliver you, to deliver you from your brokenness, to deliver you from your sin, to deliver you from the captivity that we have, even the fear of death. God is sending to you a Savior today. This day, right now, you have access to the Savior of the world. And He is the Christ, the Messiah. You know, those are words that, that we hear pretty regular. As a matter of fact, we sometimes make Christ sound like Jesus' last name, but it's actually a title. It's Jesus the Christ, the Messiah. Because you see, people had been waiting for God to act. If you go back and read the Old Testament, hundreds of years before, God was proclaiming that a Messiah would come. He would send the Messiah to the world. This one of the line of David who would come and, and redeem Israel and, and bring salvation to the world. And so when the angels appear and, and tell the shepherds, to you is born this day your Savior, but to make it clear, this is the Messiah. This is the one you've been waiting for. This is the one that all of our hope and anticipation has been building for. This is the Christ, the Christos, Christ, the anointed one of God is here. We hear that, we're reminded in Matthew chapter 16 when Jesus was asking the disciples, when you're out among the people, who do they say that I am? And they gave him various answers. Some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And, and then Jesus said, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter, Peter spoke up and said, I know who you are. You are the Messiah. You are the Christ. You are the Son of the living God. He got it. And Jesus goes, yes, and tells him, I'm changing your name from Peter, from Simon, to Peter, which means rock. And on this rock, and I can build a church that the gates of hell will never prevail against. That's what the angel was trying to get across to the shepherds. To you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is the Christ. It is the very one that you've been waiting for. And the angel says he is the Lord, the Kyrios. 
It, it, it means the one in supreme authority. This is, this is the master. This is God. Or as Dietrich Bonhoeffer puts it, it is God in the manger. The baby in the manger is God himself. Oh, God is intervening in an amazing way. And, and we hear it again in, in the Gospel of John chapter 20 when Jesus is resurrected. And, and when he first appeared, Thomas wasn't there. And he said, until I can see what you've seen, I just it's hard to believe that, that he's alive again. And when Jesus appears to him, remember Thomas' words? He falls down before Jesus and he says, my Lord and my God. For to you is born this day in the city of David, your Savior who is the Christ. He is the Lord. And Thomas gets it. It's why Paul says in, in his letter to the church at Rome, in Romans 10 verse 9, he said, If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. This is Christ the Lord. And that's why then John tells us in John 1 verse 12, To all who received Him, who believed in His name, He gave power to become children of God. You see, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Jesus is the Christ, the Savior, and the Lord, that God is intervening in our world. It's our Christology. It's, it's not that Jesus, Jesus is just a good man. He's more than a good man. He, he's more than a great man. He is the Christ, our Savior and our Lord. He's not just a great teacher and a great rabbi. This is the Christ. He is our Savior and our Lord. He's not just a great moral example for us to follow, to teach us how to love one another. It's more than that. This is the Christ, our Savior and our Lord. Max Lucado has a neat little book called Because of Bethlehem. And in that book he says, this isn't Santamus or Shoppingmus or Reindeermus. He said, this is Christmas, and Christmas is not Christmas unless or until you receive the message of Bethlehem. And Christmas is not Christmas unless or until you receive the message of Bethlehem. For until you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. No wonder suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God because God was doing something absolutely incredible. What is Christmas all about? And who's going to tell that story so that the rest of the world can hear what Christmas is all about? I have a dear friend now by the name of John Ed Matheson. 
Some of our congregation here in this church are good friends of John Ed's. Others were actually in the church where John Ed pastored. He served Fraser Memorial United Methodist Church for about 36 years, a large, vibrant church. And there in Montgomery, Alabama. And he became a mentor and friend when, after I'd been here for quite some time, I began to wrestle with. All right, who is God calling me to be and what is the next phase in my life? This was a, just a few years ago that I was wrestling with this because my ministry in the past had kind of been one where I would go into a community, go to a church, help it kind of discern what was happening in the community, who was in the community that we were called to minister to, help the church revision, remission. The churches would start growing. We often would build new buildings. And about the time all that would be accomplished, I would get a call from the conference office of an opportunity. That's the way district superintendents tend to refer to it. We have an opportunity for you. I would move to another place kind of help analyze who's the community, what's going on, who is God calling us to be in this church, in this place at this time. And we would revision, remission, the church would grow, we would build new buildings, and then I would get another call. That had just kind of been the pattern of my ministry, but Weddington was different. I'd been here for a while. All of a sudden, we were approaching a double digit. This would be my 10th year, and I'm finishing up now my 13th year, and I was beginning to wrestle, is, is this where God wants me to continue to be? Is there something else? And I was having a conversation with our bishop about it, and he recommended that I reach out to John Ed. John Ed had been in his church for a long time, and I needed to talk to a pastor who had been in place for a long time. So I sent him an email, reached out to him, shared with him who I was, shared a little bit about my theology, and and, and it was in no time. My phone was ringing, and it was John Ed. And over the years, we've, we've become friends. We text, we call, we pray for each other, and I am so grateful for him. But he tells this amazing story about the Peanuts story, the Charlie Brown Christmas. You see, it seems that Charles Schultz, when he decided that he wanted to do a television show, uh, the networks were a little bit hesitant about how you're going to take this cartoon and turn it into a, a TV show to start with. But then to make it even more complicated, Schultz wanted to add that scene from Luke chapter 2 where Linus would come up and read the story. The producers told him, oh, that's not a good idea. You need to take that out. You don't want to do that because it's going to limit your marketability. And, and others were telling him, no, 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 no. You do not want to do that. Do not put that in there because that's going to cause the networks to want to reject the story, want to reject you know, making this show. So no, don't do that. But John Ed shares that Schultz was so convicted that he looked at the crowd and he said to those advisors around him, if not us, then who's going to do it? If not us, then who's going to do it? And you know, we have watched that Christmas story over and over and over again. And Charles Schultz had the opportunity to share with the world year after year after year after year this is what Christmas is really all about. If not us, then who's going to do it? Now that's a great question for the church today. 
Because the angel said in Luke 2 verse 10 that this was good news of great joy for all the people. Well, how will all the people know what Christmas is about unless someone tells them? I'm reminded again when Paul was writing to the church at Rome, a letter that now is considered to be Paul's masterpiece. In Romans 10 verse 14, Paul says, But how are they to call on the name in whom they've not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? If not us, then who's going to do it? I love our neighborhood now. It's just down the street from the church. And one of our neighbors this year has put out a huge Advent wreath, and I have admired it every night. Because it's this huge wreath, and, and the wreath around has lights on it so that you can see it. And then there are the four candles, the three purple and the, and the pink candle. And the first week of Advent, they put on the flame of the first Advent candle. The second week of Advent, they added the second one. We then got to where we, we actually were anticipating it. And, and last Sunday as we were coming home, you know, we drove by and we're watching to see as we turned the curve, will they have the joy candle out? And sure enough, there it was. The third candle was now burning. And, and I thought, what an amazing witness. Actually, my wife and I have talked about it. I said, I just, I love that because it's, it raises expectation even for a pastor coming home you're kind of anxious to turn the curve and see the wreath with the candle burning on it we're getting closer that's three of them now today four i'll be anxious to see today the fourth one. Oh, we're so much closer to that christ candle in the middle the christ mass you see our world needs Christmas. We, we need it because the world's in a mess and the world needs a mass, a celebration. We, I think we agree the world is in a mess. And on this night, God gave to us a mass, a celebration of the Christ child, the Christ mass, Christmas. And what the world needs is a reminder. It's part of the calling of the church. We need the reminder. And the world then needs us to share the reminder that that's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, your Savior, who is the Christ. It is the Lord. That's what Christmas is all about. Church, world. Amen.